The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come. What for? Train in the trees, please. What my sycamore? What's up? How you doing? What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. My name's Nookie Bishop Jr., joined as always by my co host. T. Petty and Adris Elbow. T. Petty, we missed you on the last episode. You're back. Welcome back. How you doing? I'm back. I'm back. Your girl is tired. They've been working me too much, but you know, I miss my boy. So I'm glad. I'm glad I'm black. Not. I'm, I'm glad I'm black, and I'm glad I'm back. Glad you black and glad you back. That sounds like a t-shirt to me. That's what's up. That's what's up. And my main man, Adris Elbow, your Midwest summer vacation continues, man. What's going on uh, up and over that way? What up, Nook? What up, T-Petty? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And I'm still vacationing with family up in, up here. And uh, it's, it's been good. I'm just relaxing. But hey, I meant to ask y'all something. You ever um, go to hide something from somebody else and then you forget where you hid it at? Did that ever happen to y'all? All the time. <laughs> I, nope. I, <laughs> not for me. See, <laughs> but hey, you probably don't hide nothing from nobody. You don't fool with nobody like that. There but you listen, go. look, y'all know I like bourbon, right? And um, the problem is my wife liked bourbon too. So we oh, both drank all thanks. the bourbon. But I had a little bit of bourbon in a flask that I keep for emergencies. And you know um, what? You have been doing that to us for years. I know. I always keep a little stash. But um, this time, like, okay, I, I was drinking out my stash and I hid it somewhere, but I ain't know where it went to. And so I'm I'm out. I'm out. I don't know what happened to it. Damn. All right. Well, look, you know, there that's you that should be no problem for you to get some, you know, reserves. And new stock on bourbon, you know, the Midwest birth. Well, that's birth. what you get for trying to be stingy. I know. I just didn't feel like going out to get in. It's like, okay, I'll, I'll get some tomorrow. I got my stash, but I hid it from myself. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be dry for this podcast? Unfortunately. Okay. Mm. Okay. Tragedy. All right, All right T. Petty, we might have to uh, carry Drees, not like Jesus in the photos with the footprints. <laughs> I'm just saying, not on here on earth, as what friends do for another in, you know, troubled times, a man ain't got no bourbon, so, you know, we might have to, you know, step our game up, but we're going we gonna to see how this goes out. It's a tragedy. Right. We'll do the best we can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Said the person who had a vodka lemmy cram. So a vodka lemmy cram is Tito's, lemonade, and cranberry juice. It was delicious. I had a small, not a large. So I'm halfway there and halfway not, so I'm going to do the best I can on being halfway sober for this podcast. How about that? Well, I'll be all the way sober. I'm not drinking tonight, surprisingly. Okay, all right. Hey, our livers will thank us. Well, yours will. Will they? Mine probably is like, I'm short. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get into it. Look, uh, story 1A, disgraced New York governor, or is he ex-governor? He has like 11 more days, whatever. Uh, Andrew Cuomo has resigned 
amidst a sexual misconduct and for lack of a better phrase, serial fondling um, charges and accusations. He's been impeached and rather than go through that, he has agreed to resign in about 11 days. Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, who um, when your boy was back in his civic government days, had interactions with her uh, professionally, went to some press conferences and stuff. She's a very nice lady, super professional. And uh, she's going to be governor once the governor, she'll be governor once ex or soon to be ex-governor Cuomo steps aside. So this guy was also the head of the Governor's Association for all the governors in uh, America. So T. Petty, we know that you're our political expert. Um, just really weird. I mean, we thought that this may be coming, but they were, they were, you know, dead ass serious about this and charges filed state attorney general in New York's office got involved. So what did you see? What did you observe? And, and what's your thoughts on Cuomo's resignation? So y'all know I've been working way too much. So I have not up on my news like I typically am. However, his ass should have been out of the paint last year when all this first came out. He was arrogant and he was stubborn until Letitia James put the smack dot on that ass this uh, past week with that report, which I currently have on my phone, but have not read. Mm -hmm. um, but just the summary that I have, he is disgusting. And these are only the accusations that we know about. Who knows how many other women have been a victim of his and were too afraid or intimidated to speak out. And I doubt that what we have heard is the worst that he's done. So not only should he not even, he should have been impeached and yeah. removed from office. And then they need to press criminal charges against him. Yeah. And I don't give a damn about him being a Democrat. He's trash is what he is. Trash comes in all political spectrum, across the political spe spectrum. And he has been victimizing people for years. So yeah. good on Tish James for digging around and getting to the bottom of that bullshit. Get him out of the paint. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, the rules are pretty simple, right? You learn this in kindergarten. Keep your hands to yourself. And Dries, this, this ex, soon to be ex-governor, Andrew Cuomo, uh, man, reportedly uh, fondled, um, you know, staffers' breasts, um, accused of misconduct with, I believe, a member of a security detail as well. And as many as 11 to 13 uh, women have come forward with accusations. One has filed a civil lawsuit, I do believe, at this point. Like T. Petty said, though, these are just the ones that we know about, man. But Andrew Cuomo is out in New York State. Yeah, and, and, and good riddance. You know, based on what that report said and all those women shared, you know, it's amazing that he fondled a security guard, right? The person who assigned to your security detail, you running your fingers up and down their back while you in an elevator and saying all kind of stuff. And this person carry a gun, right? So you know he been abusing his power if he's going to be fondling a woman with a gun, right? So that that just tells you how egregious it is. Um, the, the other thing... I was listening to his press conference that he had, right? And, you know, first his lawyer was defending everything that came out from the report and whatnot. But then he got on there and he said he didn't realize that the line had been redrawn 
that things had changed. I was like, what? That was wrong on so many levels. Redrawn, huh? Yeah. It just means he's been doing this probably since he first started, entered the workplace. Exactly. Probably back in college. Exactly. And he's like, oh, I've been doing this the whole time. Now the world just caught up with me and it's different now and nobody told me. I was like, that's that's the worst defense ever. And then the last thing I want to say is Letitia James is a superhero. This this sister need a cape. She she is bad. Got that right. She she is doing the thing. She she don't care. She take on whoever, whatever. When I think of justice, that's that's the new face of justice to me, Letitia James. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she got it done, got the report done, and you know took her time with it. It wasn't a rush job. And you're gonna have uh, naysayers and whatnot saying that uh, you know it's a political witch hunt, but the facts are the facts. And it's just not the attorney general, obviously, uh, that goes ahead and takes care of that. But they select their staff members to go ahead and dot the I's and cross the T's. It is, for all intents and purposes, a legal document. And the investigation did exactly what it was supposed to do. Um, yeah, very shocking, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that the member of his security detail, that they're all New York State troopers, if I'm not mistaken. So that's very, very disturbing. Again, like you said, Dries, the very person that's part of your security detail meant to protect you and take a bullet for you in, in, you know, in a very dire scenario. And you, you know, would treat that person uh, like that, um, you know, just, uh, just is not, uh, just is not cool. So the thing that really pissed me off about this is that believe it or not, Andrew Cuomo is still eligible for his $50,000 a year pension. So, uh, the way it goes what? is that, yeah, if you hit your threshold, so technically he has not been convicted of a crime. I guess a felony, I think, is the threshold that would preclude you as a civil servant from collecting your pension. So he is still, as of right now, the taping of this podcast, as I understand it and from what I've read, eligible for a fifty his $50,000 a year pension for his um, service uh, to New York State. So that's Absolutely, positively crazy. I'm sure uh, members of the New York State uh, Legislature will get around perhaps to changing this. But right now, again, uh, Kathy Hochul will become the first female governor in New York State history. Uh, she'll go ahead and serve out the remainder of the term. Not sure if she'll run. I believe the uh, uh, primary election will be next September, September 2022. And then the uh, general election would be in November and the term that she would fill out right now would uh, expire or will go through December 31st, 2022. And then there'll be a newly elected governor uh, if Ms. Hochul, uh, Mrs. Hochul decides not to run um, beginning January 1st or January 3rd, 2023. So um, look, I'm just looking uh, for, you know, one of the biggest states in the union, my home uh, state, getting back down to business. Um, you know, Albany is just, uh, it's a different place. I won't call it a cesspool, but, you know, backdoor politics, just as they happen in other states, happen there. But anytime anything happens in New York, it happens larger. You know what I mean? Just because of the population and the whole nine yards. Uh, United States' biggest city, New York City, 8 million plus people. So um, you have that there. And we're going to see how this uh, turns out. This is uh, just... I mean, shit, if you would have told me that Bill Cosby was getting out of jail and 
uh, Andrew Cuomo would resign at the beginning of 2021. I would have thought she was crazy, but again, my bingo card did not have that. So uh, Andrew Cuomo, by the time we tape this next podcast, next episode of the podcast, he will no longer be governor of New York State. Um, T. Petty, I know you've been busy. And Dries, I know you've been busy too. Chime in on this. So uh, the $1 trillion infrastructure bill has passed and has been coupled with a budget bill for about a $3.5 trillion, with a T, $3.5 trillion package. This appears to be a win for President Biden. And um, let's see, it's been passed by the Senate, and then we'll go to the House. But um, all indicators point that this uh, may be a going through, and this also might be a done deal by the time we get our next podcast in. So your thoughts on the budget, it passing, and also you know, uh, infrastructure. I know that uh, you travel these roads around the country and a lot of bridges, a lot of roads need help, bro. Yeah, and this is definitely a, a win for Biden on this one. And like you said, it's past the Senate, not the House yet. So it's still a whole lot of work to do, right? And this was the um, physical infrastructure kind of bill, what they're calling the human infrastructure. That's going to be an additional whatever amount that they got to figure that out and work that through. Um, but I think Nancy Pelosi says she wants to take both of them together, you know, and kind of move them through um, through the house together. So we'll see what's going to happen. But, yeah, it's going to be a little bit more before they can kind of, you know, rubber stamp it with Joe kind of signing it. But, um, you know, I think it's a good sign um, of the possibility of of Congress being able to do something that's going to benefit folks. Um, they still, you know playing games up there, right? Um, this was fortunately something that they were able to get done amidst all the games they playing up there with people's lives. Yeah, yeah, a lot, uh, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, military, uh, other uh, departments as well that uh, need to continue to be funded um, to get us through this year, uh, calendar year and beyond. So be interesting to see what happens. T. Petty, $3.5 trillion, halfway home, uh, you had hinted, and we talked about this on previous episodes, that we really need to get this trans, uh, transportation infrastructure bill in place. It's halfway home. What's uh, your thoughts uh, on it and, and its potential passage? So, I mean, it's, it's definitely needed. We all know the infrastructure in this country is raggedy AF <laughs> on every single level. So, um Kudos to the Biden administration and the, the Democrats and, and Congress who who helped push this through. Um, definitely needful. But um, what's up with voting rights? Yep, you're right, yep. T. Petty. That's like, I mean, um, that's it. You got to get voting rights done. What's up with voting rights? Yeah, we continue to see uh, members of uh, Congress sleeping on the steps of Capitol Hill drawing attention to the voting rights bill. And um, T. Petty, as you always say, you're not here for that performative bullshit. They're there strictly sleeping out, drawing attention to this, and also saying you know, to members of Congress, either you're about it or you're not. Either you honoring John Lewis by passing the voting bill, voting rights bill, or you're not. And um, the president came out and said that you know, the moves that they're trying to make that states are making at their level um, and sort of um, winding back the clock on voting rights is really the biggest uh, thing to impact people of color in this country since Jim Crow laws 
et cetera. So that's, um, that's a mouthful and that's a lot. And um, uh, I, I can't for the life of me understand why uh, this voting rights bill is, is not uh, passing. I mean, I understand that those in power wanna keep that power in the whole nine yards, but you have to advance the country. It's just not a red state or a blue state or the state that you know an individual uh, congressperson represents. It's the United States of America. So you're right, T. Petty. Yeah, um, we'll see what happens with the transportation uh, infrastructure bill and the budget. Hopefully, when they get down to that, they will get down to to uh, the voting rights bill. But it's um, it's uh, an insult uh, to the legacy and life of uh, John Lewis and others who uh, gave their life and fought uh, hard and valiantly for. Um, for civil rights and for voting rights, which I think to me are one and the same. So we're gonna see how this turns out. But again, um, you know, we thought things would change in January. We thought things would change in February. Here we are in August, almost September, Congress on vacation. Not much has happened on the voting rights bill. Uh, nothing has happened. And the White House is not pushing this the way that they need to. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for these legislatures across this fuck ass country are doing every possible thing they can. They are trying to get rid of a uh, board of electors, passing legislation so that they can essentially just disregard the results of elections and do whatever the fuck they want to, uh, restricting voting rights. And Democrats are just sitting around twiddling their fucking thumbs talking about uh, cooperation and bipartisanship. Fuck that. Let's do it. How the hell do you think they even got in the office? I don't know what's wrong with them. They don't have a sense of urgency, but they're going to fuck around and not only lose the 2022 midterms, but the foundation of voting rights is rapidly, not just eroding, is disappearing completely. So, it's washing away. And they're just sitting there watching it happen. Like, I, I don't understand the lack of urgency. Haven't heard Kamala Harris say shit. Joe Biden coming out with these weak ass, wishy-washy statements. Pelosi, Schumer, like, I don't understand. It's very frustrating. I, I tell you what, um, Clyburn been pushing it though. Cause I, I heard him talking the other day. He's like, yeah, you got the, um, you know, you got the infrastructure but you missing a, a key critical piece. And that is voting rights. So, I'm, you know, you got people that are pushing for it. And I think they've been keeping uh, everybody on message about this infrastructure. And okay. they're they still trying to do it. But I think they got to they gotta get on voting rights. Can we and I walk hope and be chew too gum late. at the same time? They make damn near $200,000 a year. You mean to tell me they can't focus on more than one bill at a time? Let's yeah. get it together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Totally agree. So we'll continue to keep our eye on that again budget slash transportation infrastructure bill probably will pass. But like T. Petty said, uh, this thing about voting rights and so many other things, but let's start with the uh, voting rights and, and take things from there. Uh, Dries, um, also in the uh, folder of performative bullshit, uh, Congress has passed and we taped this podcast on August 11th, known as the, hip, the birthday of hip hop. In 1973, DJ Cool Herc held a back-to-school jam at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue in the Bronx, had a back-to-school party. He was on the ones and twos, and, you know, there was breakbeats and whatnot. It was a back-to-school jam, and August 11th is officially celebrated as the birth date of hip-hop, the birthday of hip-hop, so 
happy birthday, hip hop. Hip hop is 48 years old. But um, Senate uh, or the Congress, Congress passed uh, some resolutions uh, naming uh, August 11th Hip Hop Celebration Day. They also have gone ahead and said that November would be a hip hop month in some way, shape or form. So yeah, a positive uh, in terms of recognizing the art form, but again, not uh, what we're looking for. Like we got the Juneteenth holiday, right? Which some people got off uh, with pay, some people did not, um, but that that was really not what we're looking for, right? Looking for like um, fair and equal treatment of, uh, of people of color under the law, by the police and voting rights, two very basic things that Congress has missed the mark on. So they continue to do these things. Again, we love hip hop. That's our art form. That's our generation's music. But uh, Drees, I mean, uh, kind of rings hollow a little bit against the backdrop of uh, last summer and, and so many events that have taken place uh, in the country over the last two, three years. Yeah, I, you know, I call this uh, Christopher Columbus in it. <laughs> it's, it's when you like, pretend like you discovered something for the first time and now it's like it's legit because you discovered it it's just like juneteenth we've been doing juneteenth since juneteenth happened right black people been doing it. we ain't need you to like recognize it as a holiday for it to be something official and real same thing with hip-hop right um and so you know some of this is a bit of a distraction right it's like you know you know we just finished this conversation about voting rights and how that's important and, you know, you're getting these little small, you know, hollow victories, right? But it doesn't really help advance, you know, the plight of, of, the, of our people. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good to celebrate. It's good to recognize um, that's part of, you know, the diversity of, of America. But in the end, if you don't really have, you know, fairness and equality and justice for all, and equality for all, then it's kind of mute. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, the teacher, KRS-One, said uh, there can really never be justice uh, on stolen land. So we just continue to uh, do the best we can and, and fight uh, and move forward. But uh, again, it's really uh, these elected officials in Congress that need to move forward. T. Patty, I know you're not for the performative stuff, the Kente cloth and the kneeling and all that stuff that took place last summer or the summer before. So... Yeah, they go ahead and celebrate in hip hop, but you know your thoughts on what really needs to take place in terms of you know what uh, Congress uh, needs to do. Uh, <laughs> celebrating hip hop, get the fuck out of here! Those old ass people in in Congress don't know shit about that, nor do they care. Again, performative. So voting rights, uh, um, eliminating student loan debt, evictions. Evictions, yeah. climate crisis, uh, the widening gap between the haves and the have not. So, I mean, you know, pick a fucking struggle. Pick any of that. But instead, you want to give us a happy birthday hip hop. If y'all don't get the fuck out of here with this, I don't care about that. We don't yeah. need them to commemorate hip hop. We do that on our own. Absolutely. So give us something that will actually actively improve somebody's life. You know, I, want, I wonder, bullshit. like, who, who's coming up with these things? It's like, all right, we need something, but it, it, it can't be too, it can't be too hard or too <sighs> controversial. One of them I little, hit, one of their little staffers. Oh my lord! 
the head of the distraction committee is probably what, you know, <laughs> like, what's, what's that? Remember that Bud Light commercial is like, uh, oh, that's the oldest trick in the book. You look at over there. Made it sound look. So, and the, the trick, trick number. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah. that on thou shirt? Exactly. <laughs> look, it's there. <laughs> Made it sound look. So, ended the trick. That's some funny shit. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, I'm going to turn the table on y'all. Uh, Dries, I know that you've been out and about. Hit me out with a story that I may have missed that. TM that me and T Petty might need to comment on. What's what's your thoughts? What you've been seeing, man? Oh, listen. So, you know, I've been um I told y'all I'm I'm hanging with family in the Midwest, right? Yeah, yeah. And then uh it ain't nobody here in the Midwest masked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's I thought like you the, was gonna say it was nobody in the Midwest. I was like, damn. No, no, it's it's nobody masked up, like everybody's oh. out and about. Let me tell you, so uh me and my kids, you know. We went to pick up some food, right? Just to get something to eat. And, you know, I went to this one place. And and the reason why I picked that place is because it was around like a, a place that has hospitals and a health department, right? Okay. So when you go in there, like people mask up. Like they're not mask up everywhere, but these are like medical, you know, professionals and stuff. And so they kind of respect, you know, this like we need to protect each other. So they're, they're masked up in a lot of places they're not. So we went there. Uh, picked up, picked up the food. It was driving back, and I passed by the health department for the city that I'm in. You know, the health department, public health department. It was a gang of people outside with signs saying "no vaccine, no mandate, no." You know, it was like they was just going crazy. And mm -hmm. and and my daughter re remarked, and she said this. I didn't say this. She's like, she's like. Dad, they all white. I said, yeah, they yeah. are. I noticed that too. I noticed that too. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I, I, it was that was my first time seeing it up close, right? Like I've seen it on TV. I read it. I, you know, you, you know, but just to see it right there, and they had made homemade posters and signs, and then the TV crews was like rushing to film them, Ugh. right? So it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. It's like, um, you know, it's, it's the resistance to the vaccine is is huge. It's, it's like it's like a real thing. It's not just people like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I might take it, but I don't really want to you No, know, it's people like, no, we don't want it. No mandates, no mass ordinance. It is. That's a very real, real movement. They want to be oppressed so fucking bad. That's all it is. Just make up a reason to act like you a fucking victim. Ain't nobody doing shit to you, Chad, except trying to stop you from killing every goddamn body else. I saw a video today, uh, some, um, it was a county in Tennessee. I can't remember which one. And some um, medical professionals, the heroes of the pandemic. Remember just a few months ago, they were heroes, right? Mm -hmm. They were testifying about uh, wearing masks people surrounded their cars in the parking lot talking about we know where you live fuck mass uh fuck you what to we medical personnel you. Yeah. To, to the people working yes. in the hospital like yes. oh my lord what what did they do to you nothing but listen black jesus works in mysterious ways so 
I keep seeing these stories of people who were just like that, talking shit, not only just deciding they weren't going to get the vaccine, but also don't want to wear a mask. Then they end up in the hospital on a fucking ventilator. And like, I made a mistake. My last words are, please pray for my family and get the vaccine. It's too late now, bitch. You've been out here spreading all this bullshit infecting people along the way and now that you are facing your mortality then you want to act like you um had some type of remorse no you just mad and sad because you in the hospital and about to fucking die most likely but that does not undo all the damage that you did acting a fool all these months so honestly fuck them and their families i don't feel sorry for any of them I'm only sorry that they are uh, impeding the rest of us from getting on with our lives because they're selfish fucks. So fuck them. Yeah, but they, that's, that's something to think about because you're right. It's not only that they probably cause they cause harm to themselves and their families, right? But like they potentially harmed other people too, right? By, by you know telling did. other people not to do it and not to get it. So they're, they're probably not the only one in our position. It's probably other people as a result. Of, of what you've been doing and what you've been saying. So yeah, that is, yeah, that's everything to think about. And not to mention, think about it. They've been talking shit about masks and about medical personnel, but what's the first thing they do when they get too sick? They take their ass right to the hospital. So they're taking up a bed and a ventilator and the attention of medical personnel that could be going to somebody who wasn't acting a goddamn fool. Die at home. Yeah, I mean, these stories was coming out this week saying that like across the whole state, just not one city, just not one county, they was down to single digit beds for COVID wards because the cases are spiking again. The other thing in these small counties across America is that um, you might go ahead and be talking about, I know where you live at and talking smack to all these doctors. And if you end up in the hospital, you might actually either A, encounter or come across that doctor at the hospital or B, because there might be certain liability issues if something happens to you, if you're treated by that doctor and that's the only doctor on call, that person can find themselves ass out. So, you know, these people are just ridiculous. Where did, I mean, hey, if you want, if whether you do or don't want to take the vaccine, that's your own personal decision, right? I feel a certain way about it, but people have to make their own individual decision. But at a very bare bones minimum, wear a mask, wear two masks. You know what I'm saying? For the rest of us out here, like you said, T. Petty, that's trying to uh, get on with their lives. Uh, T. Petty, I want to give you 1,865 points. So, Ooh, what for? What I win? Milwaukee Bucks did win the NBA championship. They had 40,000 uh, outside that arena. Uh, mm-hmm. They reported that about 500 COVID cases have come about from that. So um, we're hoping that those folks uh, get well. A lot of unmasked people were out celebrating. Um, as far as the Bucks winning the championship. But I sent y'all on the text stream. This is going to be the next crazy thing. 400,000 people at Grant Park in Chicago. That for Lollapalooza. was disgusting. Did y'all see that? Wait, they, they actually had Lollapalooza? They 400, did. 400,000 people. And all I could think of when I saw that was the Delta variant. They were mm-hmm. packed in like sardines. I saw one woman with a mask on at the very front of the crowd. Like, girl, that's like putting a condom on after you already unbust a nut. Like, what is the point? Mm-hmm. For what? Those drone shots were crazy. Like, was I was like, is that ants? 
I was like, no. I haven't I mean, seen those shots, but 400,000 yeah. people in the same place, even in a park. It ain't like being packed, it's like packed in together. Yeah. At some arm, point, arm to arm. Yeah. At some point, that the number of people override being outside, if you're in that confined of a space, 400,000, it's some cities that large, right? Yes. That's yes. a population of some whole cities. Yes, absolutely. Wow. So 400,000 people. So now let's break this down, okay? Because you know I'm like the king of germs, super germaphobe, Dr. Strange and Nostradamus with this, okay? Hear me out. All those 400,000 people don't live in Chicago. They come from the West Coast, they come from the East Coast, they come from the North, and they come from the South. How did they get there? Some of them drove, some of them got in rental cars, some of them flew. Then what did they do? Some of them slept outside because the weather was relatively good, but a lot of them stayed at hotels stayed and shacked up at friends' houses. Then what did they eat? Some of them made it to hotels. Some of them went ahead going through the city with vendors, street vendors, the whole nine yards, food trucks. Some of them made it restaurants in the hotel, et cetera. Then how do they get back? They got to get back on airplanes, back in the rental cars. They got to, you know, go back to where they came from. Some of them live in Chicago and there you have it. So it's now the Delta, look. Two weeks, we're going to see the bump from that in two exactly. weeks. I, I'm on um, I'm on uh, Twitter. I was like, "Ooh, Delta Plus." I was like, "Yeah, I can line up my airline points and uh, go ahead and and get this together for you know when things calm back down." And then I was like, "Damn, Delta Plus is a damn variant." I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> I was very upset with myself. So they're saying that that's coming from um, a, um, from an East Indian source, and then they're saying that the Lambda variant mm, now uh, may be yeah. coming from South America. So. I mean, it's, hey, it's another variant already. Yeah, yeah. Lambda. I was just getting to getting up to speed on the Delta. I ain't never heard of Lambda until y'all just told me. Yeah, yeah. Just so. stay at the house, bro. Just stay I know, that's bed. what I need to do. Yeah. And then on top of this, Drees, I know that this may or may not apply to you, but the kids is also going back to school and they don't have a vaccine for the babies yet. Some of the teachers are vaccinated, some are not. Some are considered... Um, state employees, some of them are substitutes, which essentially are like contractual employees. And then the rules just are just vary from state to state, county to county, city to city. So that all comes back into the mix. Hey, so- I'll tell you that that's something like me and my wife has given us like we, we've been thinking about it. And we still don't quite know how we're going to deal with it. The kids go back to school in what, three weeks, three weeks. They, yeah. in three weeks. And, um, you know, our oldest, she's um a little bit young for the vaccine. She's a couple months um, months shy of her um, 12th birthday. And so she'll be starting school school back without the vaccine. So we think, man, do we just keep her at home? And then when does she get the vaccine to send her to school? So we're debating that, or do we send her? And you know, and then our, our, our youngest son is six. And we was like, well, if we send him to school, like he don't like keeping on no mask. So yeah. I was like, I, it's like, I, you know, we still haven't figured out as parents. I ain't even going to lie to you. Like, we still trying to figure out, like, how is this thing going to work? Are we sending our kids or what are we going to do? Yeah. 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 I mean, parents are in a terrible position because the powers that be have not been able to get their shit together. They can't figure out if they're going to reopen school. Well, if they reopen uh, are they going to have mask mandates? All of this would be a moot point if people in the community would just do what they needed to do. Get vaccinated and wear masks. 
And then there wouldn't be this community spread. So the kids could be in school perhaps and be unmasked because the their community around them wouldn't be infecting them because they can't get vaccinated yet. <sighs> it's I just don't know. I don't know. Um, I haven't been seeing anything coming out of your area, Dries, about what they're going to do, what plans they have um, for mask mandates and requiring teachers and stuff to get vaccinated. So yeah, that's, and it's like they holding it to the last minute because they they don't know themselves, so they're yeah. still struggling with it too. So you're okay. right; it's not but like they know. No, this is 18 months old, and this is not fair. Like parents need to make choices. Everybody doesn't have the luxury of just working from home. Mm-mm-mm. So there are hundreds of thousands of kids and then their families who are affected by their inability to get their shit together. Mm. Well, listen, uh, Dries, I got your back. You Now, look, this is just for you. I'm not going to be teaching everybody's kids, but I am willing to open my school, <laughs> Nibjoa, the Nookie Bishop Jr. Online Academy, you know what? What's happened? the name of it again? Um, Nibjoa. Nibjoa. <laughs> Nookie what Bishop Jr. Uh, online Academy. Nibjoa Academy. Pre K <laughs> to 13. We even have an extra grade just for, you know, kids that's just assimilating. Maybe they're not going to college and they didn't pick up a trade yet and they might need to, you know, get some tips and tricks from, uh, you know, the head instructor, uh, Nookie Bishop Jr. You know, we get them ready for what's uh, going on in the streets. So, you know, it's a different time and a different age, but you know, you need basics, you need SAT prep help. You know what I'm saying? I'm willing, Nib Joa, the Nookie Bishop Jr. Online Academy. We Man, you need to forget that SAT and ACT prayer. They're about to do away with that. You need to teach a podcasting. Like, how do you do podcasting? They should do away with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Nip Joa, that sounds kind of Afrocentric. I think you could do something with that. They got like, don't they got a school called Kip Sankofa? All right, well, I got Nip Joa. Yeah, <laughs> Nip Joa, Noah, and Shadrach, uh, <laughs> and Abednego. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a heathen, is named Nookie Bishop oh, Jr. Shit. And knows the word a little bit. So, you know, yeah, yeah, so we'll see what's up. The online calisthenics and shit, we gonna get these kids ready. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, am I missing any other stories? I know that uh, we talked uh, about the, the variants and the COVID, which has just been, I mean, we started this thing last year. We about to, you know, in a few months heading to 2022, we said that was gonna be, you know, hopefully the turning point after Christmas this year, as far as everything is concerned, but you know, anything else that you guys want to talk about on this? I, I do want to share one, one thing, and this is almost like a compilation of different stuff. Um, and it kind of relates to we, this has been a running thing we've been talking about is like nature mm. and, and kind of what's happening to, to the world. And a couple of things. Um, one is just like this rapid fluctuation in temperature day by day from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. It's been really weird over the the past couple of days. And then there's been a huge melting of, I think it's the Greenland was ice. I, you know, you know how it's like that. Yeah. 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 yeah, It's basically the beginning of the movie day after tomorrow. We about to go down like sweet muffins y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Greenland is ice and Iceland is green, but we saw the pictures of Greenland, you know, like when you got a, uh, a ice cube and it gets the holes in it right before like it melts and turns the water that I saw this. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was the slow lapse picture of that and the shit was just melting. Yeah. I was just like, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Yeah, that was crazy. And um, so you in the Midwest, the same thing has happened two days in a row, right? So um, I leave work and the last two days has been about 95, 96, 97. Then by the time I get home, the clouds come. There's this 20, there's been two 25 degree temperature drops two days in a row. Mm -hmm. It's very strange. It starts out at 95, 96, and then it's like at 71, 72 by the time I get home. And I don't have that power of a drive. I'm just like, this is really weird. Then the sky turns purple and then the rains come and the thunder and lightning has been crazy. So again, more planes in the air. Um, you know, I think that that has something to do as far as the atmosphere is concerned. Everything gets sort of like uh, bottled up and can't uh, escape. Again, uh, additional uh, sort of uh, stuff in the air. And uh, these storms have been uh, something else uh, this summer. T. Petty, you've been experiencing the same thing as well? Yeah. So yesterday I went and got my hair cut. And uh, it was about, I mean, y'all know I don't have that much hair. So it was about, I don't know, 90, 92 degrees when I walked in. And while I was sitting there, the craziest storm just rolled through all of a sudden and the temperature dropped a good 20 degrees by the time I got home, which was less than an hour and a half later. And the same thing happened uh, this afternoon. I was taking a break from work. I was not done working by any means. So about five o'clock sitting on my balcony, literally watched the clouds roll in and felt the temperature drop while I was sitting out there. So um, all kinds of storms are on deck for the next few days with those same fluctuations in temperature. Like I think tomorrow it's going to be 99 uh, during at its hottest, not counting the humidity, which is terrible in normal times out here. So it feels like 111 with that damn humidity. Man, I just yeah. stay at home. And you know, like, you know, the scientists are saying like, yeah, it's definitely like, you know, we, we've known this for a while, but like there's no argument now, right? Like humans do affect the climate, right? Like it's, it's climate change. We need to do something if we're going to avert like disaster. But when you think about the past, um, you know, year, um, 16 months, right? Like we had this lull in folks being out and traveling and, you know, just contributing to climate change just because we were all kind of indoors for a minute. Mm -hmm. And then now you have this big influx of us back doing stuff again. So I just wonder if it does do like a, a shock to the system for the environment, right? Like everything's kind of backed off a little bit and then we, we choking it out again, like we're right back on it. So mm -hmm. it, it, it probably does affect the, the environment. Yeah. We gotta, you know, go ahead and uh, keep our eyes to the sky. This is uh, it's very strange how this is playing out, you know, and then, we really have, we just now getting into hurricane season. We'll see how these uh, storms go. They had Elsa, right? Which made me think of Frozen, but then they got Fred. Fred is the next storm that's coming through. These these storm names be tripping me out, but it'd be people that be in, you know, harm's way. So, you know, we just, uh, just got to keep our eyes to the sky. Everybody stay aware, check on your neighbors and whatnot. And um, the other thing that threw me off is that California has these Dixie wildfires, right? So Dixie, Dries, makes me think of the South, but these storms are not in this, these fire uh, wildfires yeah. are not in the South, they're in the West. I'm just, I'm just all confused. I'm just discombobulated. I, I don't even know what the hell is going on. I'm like, what the hell? It's like, okay, the Dixie wildfire is out in the, uh, is out in the West. Also, they have charged a doctor 
uh, or a professor, excuse me, with intentionally setting one of the fires that contributed to these Dixie fires. So it's going to be- Well, he uh, intentionally set the fire? They said that he intentionally set the fire. So we'll, what? Uh, I have no idea, no reasoning on it. We'll have to keep an eye on that and see what comes out in the case. But yeah, it's been a professor that's, um, you know, uh, been accused of setting one of the fires that led to, um, you know, how the fires all come together with the uh, with the Dixie wildfire. So yeah, we'll we'll keep our eyes on that and see what's going on with that. But again, if you go camping or some shit like that, put all your ashes out, drench it with all the water because it could really turn out to be not only a, a big liability as far as you know um, nature's concerned, but you they you, they find out who you are, they'll put you on the hook, and you might do some jail time. Um, you know, for if anybody were to die, that's manslaughter, intentional or not. So, you know, people need to be careful with that. All right, T. Petty, we're going to have you go first. Pick one. A shout out. You can do flowers. We can uh, do a, what do we say? A shout out, a prediction, flowers, or what's the other one? A shout out, a prediction, or a shit, I don't know. I can't remember. Shout, yeah, I know we ain't been together in so long. A shout what's the third out, one, Dries? Oh shit! Shout out, <laughs> prediction. Uh, oh, final thought. Final or you thought. can uh, do final flowers. thought. That's yes, right. Yes, yes ma'am. Uh, shit. Okay. Well, I'm gonna say this one for the after pod because I got something to say about these disgusting ass celebrities. Okay. Okay. In fact, uh, that's gonna be the single subject. <laughs> of that don't don't give them no more. Don't give them no more. They're I'm gonna... not. I'm not gonna okay. say nothing else. We're talking okay. about it in the after pod. Gotcha. So after party, that's gonna be episode 55. So as soon as we flip this one and you hear the end of this one. Go right to after party number. This will be number 14. So um, you was on business, T. Petty. We had 12, and then we had 12.999 because your boy has triscodecophobia. <laughs> so, you know, we, we had 12.999. We're going right hey, to you know, you know what this Friday is, don't you? That's uh, right. See, I don't want to talk about yeah. that. Now, we're taping this one on Wednesday, August the 11th, Thursday the 12th. <laughs> And then, so yeah, no, we're not gonna talk about that. We're just gonna let that be. So, um, you know, uh, we're gonna talk about Saturday the 14th. That's what we're gonna talk about. So yeah, unless I win the, uh, the Mega Millions on Friday, we just gonna leave uh, what Friday. <laughs> I what bet Friday you're gonna be a Triscodecophobia real that's, quick then. That's right, that's right. Um, Dries, a shout out prediction. Wait, it's my turn first. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you sorry. so very I, much. I, I thought Go that ahead, you were, I thought you were avoiding it. That's my mistake. My I don't even really have one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thought though, for real, y'all. Serious on a serious note, this Delta variant is nothing to fuck around with. Mm. It is more transmissible. Obviously, seeing breakthrough cases for those who are vaccinated. Um, albeit not as seriously so typically don't end up in the hospital and on death door mm -hmm. um, much more transmissible among children people who cannot be vaccinated either they're not old enough or they have some kind of underlying condition where they cannot so y'all be vigilant this shit is not over in fact we are in the middle of what the fifth surge at this point mm -hmm. wear your mask don't be an asshole get vaccinated if you can and just uh act like y'all got some goddamn sense so we can get back to living life the way that we should also stay out of texas and florida because those motherfuckers are crazy as hell and they're trying to actively kill y'all mm, 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 mm. 
That's my final thought. We're going to bang the the gavel on that final thought. Enough said and uh, well taken, well taken. Well, well put together, T. Fetty, as usual. I mean, Mm -hmm. look at your girl. I ain't lost my touch in in the time I've been away. That's right. This is what we expect. That's high marks (laughs) all the way around. Drees, final thought, shout out, prediction, or flowers. Well, I got to tell you that kind of um, the end of the story. Like I, I started with like I lost my flash, right? I, I kind of hit it and I hit it for myself. But as as the podcast was going on. Oh, boy. Uh, that uh, The flash, it was slid under my door. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> it was it was slid under my door, T-Betty. OK, and I, and I, 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 I know that. I knew it was slid under the door before you knew it was. See, that, that's conspiracy. Wow. conspiracy. Ain't no conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy. You should be. And then I got, a, I got a text like, I found your flash. And I where like, was it? I, 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 like, I was like, where was it at? And, it, and, and, the, and the message came back, it was on the table. And I was like, because <laughs> I looked, it wasn't on the table. And it, it was felt, on the it table. Felt a little light, T. Why you, I can swear you, I had some more. Are you calling my I'm girl not a liar? Saying that. I'm just saying my uh-oh, class uh-oh. felt a little light when mm. I got it back. <laughs> I feel like and you're I, calling I, my girl I, a liar. I I told no, her I'm she. Not. I told her she should have drank it and then put it on the table. Facts is facts. I know we both like bourbon and we both enjoy it. So that's all. I'm gonna leave it at that. All right, <laughs> that, that's your best bet is to leave it at that. Shout out to <laughs> Mrs. Adrice for uh, hooking up the bourbon. We appreciate that. Yes, finding my flask. You'll be I ready to back. go for the after party, so you know, yep. make sure you have your couple sips. Now I have a shout out flowers. Uh, combination flowers and shout out. This goes to my niece, Taylor Bishop, who uh, is, is owning and operating a restaurant, Dries in South Carolina, York County, just uh, right near uh, on the border. It's York County, right at, at the border of Charlotte. So uh, Chef's Ooh. Table is the name of the restaurant if you guys are in the area. What's the name of it again? Chef's Table. Chef's it's Table. In, uh, okay. Lake Wiley, South Carolina. It's a uh, clover oh, yeah. and yeah, Clover, which is a neighboring town of uh, Lake Wiley, where mostly um, everybody uh, knows uh, that city. But yeah, I uh, went uh, with my brother Jeff and uh, had a wonderful time and uh, enjoyed a meal. I had uh, something called um, Salmon New Orleans. Uh, very healthy, very, very tasty. All the flavors that she put together. So she's owned and operating one restaurant. She's about her business. Um, she's also you know, uh, got her eyes on another restaurant that she plans to open up. So shout out to my niece, Taylor Bishop. Um, again, Chef's right, Table Taylor. in Lake Chef's Wiley, uh, Clover, South Carolina. And shout out to all the small businesses. There is no such thing as a small business. Small business right. is big business. If you take all the yep. small businesses across America and you put them up against these corporations, I'm not even going to name them because they flaky. That's not paying no uh, income taxes. Um, no. Uh, that's that's small business or lion's share jobs, the economy, everything. Lifeblood of the economy. Shout out to you, Taylor. Exactly. Small business is big business. So run a Google search. If you're ever in the Lake Wiley area, ever in the Clover area, go ahead and check that out. Taylor Bishop, my niece, shout out to you. Bring in uh, business uh, there in South Carolina and uh, wish you nothing but success. And your boy be back because that uh, that uh, salmon New Orleans was good as hell. It was good as hell. So yeah, so definitely that. All right, y'all. Well, this has been this has been what episode fifty four. Wow, uh, episode fifty four of the Digital Gumbo Podcast. Remember, 
uh, Instagram. We're at the Digital Gumbo Podcast. I think we're going to give y'all one more reminder to follow us on Instagram, and then we're just going to go ahead. We're not even going to say nothing. We're just going to drop the live, um, you know, IG for the Digital Gumbo Podcast. And if you follow us, then you'll get notifications if you turn your notifications on and know when we go live. If not, you may miss out. But this is the last uh, sort of, I think, uh, shout out that we're going to give to people to ask them to follow us on uh, Instagram. Again, uh, we're also on Twitter and uh, we have a uh, YouTube channel as well. So for the podcast on Apple, you can follow us. And then uh, on all other platforms, download, subscribe, rate and review uh, T. Petty, they still loving you in France. Seven straight weeks in the top 250. I've been trying. I've been translating. We oui, we. Oui. Oui, oui. I've been translating <laughs> tweets and uh, with Google Translate in French. Oh, uh, you better be careful. Don't be cussing people out by accident. No, no, no. Don't be no cusses. So I haven't. <laughs> I haven't got cussed out in French. So everything appears to be good. We love our French listeners. I'm sorry that the men's Olympic basketball team had to drop that L on y'all in the gold medal game, but. You know, such is life. <laughs> such is life. But uh, we definitely love our listeners in France and the United States as well. And again, uh, we was uh, up with Britain also. So we want to give a, a shout out to everybody hanging with us through the summer. Know uh, everybody's on vacation the whole nine yards. And uh, we'll be getting back uh, to, to longer pods uh, as we uh, go through uh, into September, into the fall, and everybody get back into the regular uh, listening schedule. All right, y'all. We good? We good. We good. All right, we'll see y'all in the next episode of Digital Gumbo Podcast. In fact, you can end this one right now and go over to After Party number 14. That'll be our episode number 55. I'll tell y'all the story about Sammy Hagar. He's a rock and roll star that I met in the airport. And you'll get a chance to hear me sing. Uh, episode I can't drive 55. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. I'm going to sing it. Uh, I'm going on uh, right as we head into... Uh, after party number 14, episode 55. So thanks y'all. And we'll check y'all out uh, on the after party. Peace. Peace, everyone.